What's up? You're listening to another episode of the Niagara Moon Podcast. I'm Thomas Irwin. I have a pretty bad cold this week, so I'll try to keep this uh, preamble short. But I have a very interesting guest for this week's episode. I got David Chapdelaine, a.k.a. August. He is a um, Detroit-based producer and electronic musician. By day, he's producing music for commercials, including uh, big companies like Firestone Tires and Ford. And uh, as you'll hear him explain in depth, his passion project, August, features soundscapes that blend the warmth of organic instruments with modern electronic pads and textures. It's a uh, truly unique auditory experience, as you're going to hear very shortly. So let's just get into it. Um, cool. Well, nice to meet you, David. Yeah. How's it going? It's going pretty good. I uh, just worked today, so I'm a little tired from that, but also excited to start thinking about music. Nice. What uh, what do you do for your day job? Um, right. Well, it's kind of a balance of a few things, but the main thing right now is uh, front desk of a doctor's office. Oh, so nice. It's pretty busy most of the time. Do you 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 are you're from Pennsylvania? You said. My mom's family is all from Pennsylvania. I'm uh, I'm from Western Massachusetts, so not really Boston area at all. Okay. I'm closer to like uh, Vermont and New York State and stuff. Gotcha. Western Massachusetts. Um, and where are you uh, hailing from? Uh, I'm from Detroit. I'm from like Metro Detroit area. I'm born and raised pretty much. So, um, yeah, I've I've been uh, trying to figure out the best move if I should like stay here or try to go out uh, out west somewhere. But for now, I'm here, so I'm liking it. Well, I have a one of my coworkers is. Uh, a fine artist. Okay. Um, and he, he knows just, he's always into the, like, what's going on with the, the subculture in this country and all that. He, he always gets really excited when you talk about Detroit. Oh, yeah. Everything that's going on there for new independent businesses and stuff. Yeah, I've there's never a been lot. there myself, but. There's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of urban renewal. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's slowly happening, but uh, I don't know. Like, I, I work downtown. I, I like write music for a living, actually. Oh, um, congrats! Which is pretty rare. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, I write for commercials um, and stuff and stuff like that. So um, I write like I do a lot of stuff with uh, different brands and such. Um, but it's it's all for commercial work. Yeah. So yeah. the the, uh, the August thing is just kind of like my side. Uh, like project that I'm I've yeah. been working on to kind of that was kind of passion project. Yeah, exactly. I uh I don't know. I I started the whole thing basically because I was like tired of writing music for other people. Yeah, so you're you're always writing to spec kind of yeah, to fit other people's expectations. Right, right. And your main thing is you're doing music for commercials. So how the heck did you end up doing that? That because that sounds pretty uh, unique. I've never met somebody who does that for a living. Yeah, um, weird story. So I I grew up making videos, like wedding videos and like skateboarding videos of my friends, and mm. I was super into video production. And um, at the 
the church that I used to go to had a huge um, like video program. It was like a mega church. They had like 10 to 20,000 people on a weekend. So they had like a whole staff and stuff. Um, and I worked, I worked there out of high school or when I was in high school yeah, um, yeah. and helping out on the weekends and such. And um, I, I just accumulated a lot of, uh, a lot of skills doing it that way. And uh, just learning like really hands-on because they're like super willing to, to show me everything because it was basically just like free labor. <laughs> so Right, kind of an intern. Yeah, exactly. So um, basically I was like, okay, I really want to pursue video. And um, I was trying to figure out if I wanted to go to full sale or like figure out like what what college to go to out of high school. I ended up emailing um, this company in Detroit um, called The Work. It used to be called that. Um, and I was like, hey, you guys make really cool videos because I had been looking at their stuff online for a while. And I was like, oh, like I really want to, I really want to like make videos like this. Like should I go to college for making videos or like – What's the best way to, yeah, to kind of get in? Here? Right. I was just kind of asking them for advice. And um, it took like six months to my, <laughs> for my boss, my, fu- my, uh, my future boss to respond to me and, and say like, hey, we checked out your videos I, and um, we're, actually, we're actually really like busy here and we need some help. Um, would you be interested in coming down? And I was like, yes. Definitely. So I went in and um, basically just said, you know, they were like, hey, we're really we're, we're really looking for help. And so I started editing their um, commercials and stuff they had been working on, like, you know, for, Ford commercials and like Chevy commercials, yeah. a bunch of like automotive stuff. And um, basically one day when I was editing um, – they were, they were, we were looking for royalty, like free music for some low budget thing. And yeah. That's pretty, it's, yeah, exactly. It's pretty hard to find like good quality content, um, music. It's for, like a sludge storm of yeah. media. Like when you're trying to find background music, like to get through the mediocre stuff right. to something that's affordable and exactly. effective. I got to imagine exactly. that's a pain in the butt. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're like sitting in a room with clients, you're like going through like terrible like websites, like Pond5 <laughs> and like these like weird uh, stock music websites. And you're uh, like, it's so, it's so, it's soul sucking. Weird black yeah, hat. It's, yeah, the, stuff it's out this there. weird like thing you're doing. And like, um, I was like, you know what? I can, I can at this at when I was doing video too, I was also like learning music production. Um mm-hmm. and I was like, I think I can make something in like 10 minutes that sounds better than this like song we're about to pay like five hundred bucks for. Mm-hmm. And so then I just used my laptop, made something, and I was basically like, Oh, this is way more fun than editing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because I get to yeah. uh I get to actually like control the creative a lot more. Cause that was mm-hmm. my biggest thing was like I wanted to be creative and like, I don't know, do, uh, I don't know, just like express myself a little bit more. So it's hard to do that through editing. Yeah. Because the the director has like a vision and like everyone's got like, you're just there to like kind of execute the, the plan obviously. Mm -hmm. So 
basically a couple years went past of me doing that on like super small scale stuff. And, um, I just, and then like last month I just wrapped a Google campaign and I'm doing like the new Chevy blazer campaign music and, um, stuff for Ford and like big, uh, big brands and stuff. I, I did a short film last year that got picked up by, uh, national geographic and the con film festival. Um, won a bunch of like Vimeo staff picks, uh, random little awards like that. Um, so what's that called? Oh, that's called enough. Um, it's, it's something I did. That was actually the first piece of music I ever put out. Um, that was under like my name, David Chapdelaine. Um, and that was like, I, cause I, at the, at the core of like me writing music too, I also want to like score films and stuff like that. So I'm trying to like kind of create separate brands, like one for my commercial yeah. side and like what people pay me to do every day. And then like this weird other side project thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's kind of how I got into the craziness of all of this and, yeah, every day I get up and write music. So it's uh That's pretty sweet. It's it's actually a blessing and a curse because like when it comes time to write August music, I'm like I've been doing it for like eight hours and I'm like, I don't know if I really want to write music, <laughs> you know? So everyone's like, Oh, it must be so yeah, awesome writing music. Writing more music isn't really an escape from what you've exactly. been doing all day at work. It's, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So that's, that's just a, a balance I have to figure out, but um yeah, it's a, it's a process. So, so did the music making stem directly from the videography then? Yeah, it, it basically like growing up, it's kind of like a difference. It's weird. I have like these two intersections. Like I've been playing music my whole life. And like, I remember like being like two years old, my dad, like my dad was a drummer. So he would like, like, uh, sing me lullabies of like queen when I was like <laughs> going to sleep. And we had like a whole music room downstairs full of like drums and guitars and stuff. So awesome. Yeah, like, so you grew up with it. Or yeah. So I, I grew up with it and, uh, but I had never, you know, I, I loved doing that and, uh, it just never became something I started like doing professionally until I was like, I mean, I don't know. I was like 19 or 20 when I started. Um, but it, it came through video. So it was this weird, like intersection of like me doing video professionally, me doing music for fun. And then like they met up in the middle and yeah. now I'm like doing music. Um, and I still do a little bit of editing, um, here and there. Um, but mostly, mostly music, like 95%. No, oh, that's nice that you made that transition. Yeah. You have uh, the everyday stuff you're doing for the commercials, and then um, where did August start? Where did that come out of? Yeah, so that kind of came out of, like, um, I was in a punk band for, like, three years. Um, we we toured across the country. Um, wow. What were you guys called? Gold Route. Gold Route. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when I say tour across the country, that like sounds way cooler than it is. <laughs> it was like uh, you you hit some cities in a few different areas. We I mean yeah like we did we did go you left Michigan at least. Yeah no we we went I mean we went far as far west as like Texas. 
So that's not like crazy far, but um, that's a drive. Yeah, in the middle of summer with in a van with no EC, <laughs> that was a uh, oh. yeah, that was not fun. But uh, that's punk. punk yeah, rock if I it ever was heard super it. super punk. Um, but yeah, I did that, um, and I was just um, that ended up like kind of stopping, hitting like a a breaking point where we stopped doing yeah. it, and. Uh, we just got tired of like sleeping in a van in the middle of like a Walmart parking lot. Like we had no money, you know, it was like the, the money, the like $20 or $30 we made from selling two t-shirts, like paid for yeah. our gas to get to the next yeah, place. That's how most people start doing. <laughs> right. Right. So it was a great experience, but, uh, um, yeah. So that came to a close and I was like, okay, I really want something musically that like, represents me because the weird thing is I started, like I said, writing music for other people. And, um, that's just the weird thing of it is like, usually people start writing music because they want to express themselves. Like I started writing mm -hmm. music to express someone else's opinion, which is like yep. super weird. Um, but so it's I kind of old school if you think about it. Yeah, like it is. Tin Pan Alley. Definitely. Um, but so I wanted something that I could say what I wanted to say, um, and just go where I wanted to go musically on my own. And, uh, basically just like, you know, like every artist, like starting out, just, I wanted to say something and this is how I want to say it. Like, that's kind of where this, this came from for me was just, uh, you know, purely this is what I like. These are like, these are my experiences growing up. And just from the standpoint of like sonically, like where I was feeling in my hometown. Um, mm. And, and uh, yeah, so that's kind of where all the, the August stuff came from. And um, yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. It's, um, it's definitely gone way better than I thought it would already. Cause I haven't spent any money on any sort of advertising and I have not, I haven't been pushing it really hard at all. I, I kind of want people to find it organically and be into it yeah. that way, which is like what everyone wants. But, um, it's one of those things, like the more, you know, the more, like for me, I was like, the more I realized stuff that I was doing wrong, I was like, gosh, darn it. Like basically music promotion is basically just like psychology. It's like, how do we like, get our music into someone's life that like isn't really necessarily looking for that. Right. But they ended up, you know, having it be something they actually want after it. So it's this weird that like human psychology, like everyone always spams links of like, Hey, check out my track, check out yeah. my song. It's like, how do you do that in an elegant way? I think that was like the main thing I kind of learned the most of through that whole thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's not just music. Uh, say a book or a new TV show or a new movie, anything new, it's like you're already like too much shut down. Like, right, I right. Mean, just speaking for myself, it's like I can't deal with anything I'm not already used to or familiar with. So, right. if I am gonna like let you introduce it to me, it's you gotta, yeah, it's not, I don't know if you quite call it selling, but just how to appear before, you know, potential fan in a imaginative and appealing way. Right. There's like an art to that. Yeah. Right. Um, so definitely cool to learn that. I I mean, working with uh, commercial guys all the time, are you kind of picking up any of that philosophy, any of that energy or? 
That's yeah. sort of a different thing. Yeah, I don't honestly I don't really work with like a lot of other people in the commercial world. Like um like I work with directors and I work with like um people on an agency level that like have a different uh, have a contract with a certain company. Um but it's really like the weird thing is like like no one really knows what they're talking about when they talk about music. So a lot of people are like and if they did they'd be a musician. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I went on I I just came back from Europe. I had never been out of the country before and I I was gone for like 12 days. And I came back and I have like all this feedback for music and I'm like this is the most insane thing. Like my job is to like sift through these people like trying to explain stuff that they have no idea like what they're talking about and like like come up with a creative way to like you know, get to where yeah. they want to go. It's like kind of having yeah. to in be- read in between the lines because most of the time um, people are just, they, they don't really know. They know what they want, but they don't know how to like say it. So I have to like kind of figure out the way around that. You got to translate like a hundred different languages. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I know what you're trying to say, but like, yeah. like that doesn't make any sense for this application, but I don't know. And it's weird too, because music is not a science, and it's not really measurable. Different words or terms or definitions are going to mean different things to different people. It's it's not like an academic pursuit or like the medical field. Like it's this, it's all about this kind of subliminal sense, right? And how to like, yeah, it's like either you know it or you don't, right? So I, navigating that in the professional world, that must be. A never-ending uh, challenge. Right. Yeah. No. It's to some degree. It's just crazy that like that's that's my job. It's just it's so it's it's even weirder when I come back from being gone for so long and I'm like, wow, this is crazy that like this is literally what I do. But I, I mean, I love it. Like I I yeah. It's uh it's definitely something that I hope that I'm doing for the rest of my life. You know. And how much do you think that? I mean, I gotta imagine it does too pretty large degree but how how much does it influence how you work as august and yeah the the kind of stuff you're producing there it's kind of cool because with the commercial side of things like i kind of explain it like you have like a huge pinwheel of colors right and like you have a very specific sliver of like this is the color we want right so it's really easy to be creative when you have to stay in this little sliver and i think the scary thing for me when i started writing the EP was that I had all the colors to pick from now. Like I could, I could do anything I wanted. What, like, what am I going to pick? Right. So what do you want to do? Exactly. Exactly. Figuring that out. So that was like really daunting at first. And it kind of stopped me from making music for a long time because I was really scared of like, you know, Oh, like all my friends know I write music for a living. Like, so these songs have to be good. Like I can't like, (laughs) yeah, you're not coming from zero. Yeah, exactly. So I, uh, I don't know. It was, it was tough figuring out what colors of the pinwheel I wanted to pick to say, to talk about in my music or to express in my music. Um, but I think once I landed there now, like I have a thousand ideas of what I didn't want to do for my next EP, which I'm about to start writing. Um, but yeah, so it was kind of like limiting yourself creative 
creatively. Is Creative like, limits yeah, and restrictions are really important. Really important. And that's something yeah. I didn't really even realize until I started writing. I'm like, well, gosh, like, do I want an orchestral section here? Like, I could do that because no one's telling me no, you know? Especially, <laughs> I mean, you're calling all the creative shots too, but it's like working on computers doing music nowadays, it's like you can replicate or anything. Right, like, right. It's not just like, okay, well, I only have guitar-based drums and we'll see what we can do. It's like anything is possible. Right. So that only kind of muddies the water sometimes. Definitely. Um, but kind of just speaking for myself and how I kind of make the creative decisions I do, I'll think of like, you know, a few different songs or a few different artists that I'm, you know, just feeling the most and will kind of approximate a blend of those few different songs or those few different artists. Like I'll kind of, I'll, I'll have kind of gui guidelines kind of dictated by the artists or songs that I love. Yeah. Do you uh, have particular genres or artists that come in handy for you? Yeah. For and I think when I, I think it's more apparent now, like the second thing for me is going to be so easy because, and I'm saying that now, like knock on wood, like it's maybe it's going to be the worst thing ever. But like at first I was, you know, I wrote like, I don't know, 40, 30 to 40 songs for, for me to, to write six that I liked. And in that 30 to 40 songs, I was like, there were songs that were just blatant rips of like a certain artist, um, like Porter Robinson, Flume, uh, Zed, Avicii, like big electronic music yeah. uh, artists. Modern electronic guys. Yeah. And I was like, okay, what's the point of, writing music that's just like a worse version of that artist like makes for good practice yeah and else. so that yeah. yeah and so there's this there's this weird intersection of like when you start writing music you at least like this has been my experience and this probably isn't true for everyone but um i think when you start writing your own stuff you obviously pull from all those artists that you really like yeah, And then you write a couple songs that kind of sound like those guys. And then once you are confident, you're like, okay, like I want to do my own thing now. And so, um, weirdly enough, the EP is called self because like, I feel like I was trying to like find that sound. Like I was trying to not copy anyone and, and just do my own thing. Um, and the, and the funny thing is like this, this next round of music that I'm planning on making is like, is going to be so far even more like out of left field than, um, than, uh, the EP was like the EP, like undercover and stuff. Like those songs are pretty commercial sounding. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I just want to do something that's like still in the realm of how the EP sounds, but, um, it's good to write music for like a purpose. Like, yeah. I feel that it's a lot of people treat music like uh, like a nine to five. Like the more that I write or the more that time that I spend practicing, like the better my songs are going to get. When in reality, I feel, Maybe. I feel that you have to have something to say with your music, right? There has to be like, yeah. there has to be an end goal. Like what am I trying to do with this music? And for me, I feel like it's super important to like go out and have life experiences and, and go through things and save up all those memories and like emotions and then like express it in the way that you want. And, um, 
for me, the, the EP was, you know, the creative block was like, okay, I've never released anything under, under my name that hasn't been something commercial. So that was the big hurdle to get over is like, okay, I just want to like, I know that I've always liked this style of music and I know that I've always wanted to write something like that. But now that since it's done and it's getting released on a certain day, I had to find another creative like problem, quote unquote, to solve, um, which for me is like mixing um, like old spaghetti Western music with like electronic stuff, which um, it sounds weird. And I haven't like figured out <laughs> like how I'm going to do it no, yet. I, I could hear that working though. But uh, basically. The mix of the old new is always appealing. Yeah. So I, I bought uh, like a Dobro, a harmonica a fiddle, um, a bunch of old instruments that, and I'm going to basically lock myself in a basement with my friend and kind of create like a splice pack of like Western tones, like not even trying to write songs with them, um, but just yeah, trying yeah. to come up with loops. Have that palette. Yeah, exactly. Like, and then, um, and then like step two is going to be like um, figuring out how to like, how to like change, like, Cause the easy thing would be to just like write a Western score. Like, but it's like, how am I just study some old Neo Morricone music or something? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, that's actually like a big influence. Um, and he's the guy. Yeah. 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 Um, and I, I just want it to be super potent, like the visuals and everything to be like, look super, super potent, like saturated with that feeling. Mm. And, uh, figure out a way to like make Western stuff like cool again, like figure out how to way to like make that accessible for people, not just make it like a uh, gimmick gimmicky sounding. So I got to figure out how I'm going to do that. But that's like, that's the next thing that I'm planning on doing. So, yeah. And sorry, that would be for uh music videos with, with that kind of theme going on. Yeah. Like everything. So like, album artwork photos like i want to next uh, theme yeah i want to like i want to like fly to uh like montana rent a horse and like get dressed to the nines and like leather jacket and hat and stuff and like shoot on old film and then like i i want it to just be like every part of it to be like branded with that um aesthetic and like theme and then but i also want to do you know orville peck (laughs) no you should check out orville peck yeah he's a new uh, performer on the sub pop label, but I don't know who he really is. His whole thing is he, he's a character. He's like a, a cowboy with a weird like curtain mask. Oh, really? And his, I'm gonna, yeah, you, should, you would love to I'm check gonna, out his stuff and his I'm gonna music videos that. look like something out of Westworld and Orville Peck. Orville Peck. Yeah. He's your guy to look at. Cool. I'll just, I'll just tell you to text me that after this. Cause sure. Yeah. Um, so that's like, that's the next thing I plan on doing but uh so what is it about the old west and that vibe that uh, kind of calls to you i uh i don't know how much do you do you play like games at all are you like a like a video game player at all or not really um i mean i have here and there computer games mostly when i was a, a teenager sure I, I yeah i didn't ever have a console but i probably know most of the big ones yeah so there's this new rockstar game that came out called uh, oh red red dead redemption yeah right? Yeah. yeah. And uh I was like, okay, I had never like experienced 
um, stuff like that before, like um, sounds like that, or um, I don't know. I was like super blown away by that story. So I, uh, I don't know. I really wanted to, I wanted to take that stuff and um, do something with it. I just was super inspired by that. And then I started watching a bunch of old movies and listening to, yeah. uh, I can't remember. You said his name. Uh, Ennio Morricone. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I was like, maybe how you yep. pronounce it. And uh, I was like, okay, I really, I really want to find a way to like, do this. And it was like kind of coming up with that creative. Um, if you mix that sound with like sort of the uh, electronic producer mm -hmm. thing that you have going as well, that, that combination, that could be very, very appealing. I think I, I just think I'd be excited to hear some of that. Yeah. And I, I think like where I landed with it and why I was like thinking about it, it is because like, it's kind of like twofold. It's like everyone's kind of heard, I'm in this weird, like, uh, future based, like electro pop genre. That's like super saturated. Yeah. And like, I'm like, I just got like all of the artists that end up going on to be being like their thing and successful is like, they're not following anyone, you know, they're just no, like, they're setting their own right. tre trend. Yeah. And I, I have a, I have a couple of big, uh, not like big, I have like one, uh, friend who makes YouTube videos and he has like a pretty big channel and we both struggle with this a lot. Like he, um, he writes kind of like, I don't want to say like generic, it's not like a bad way. It's just like, he writes like electronic pop too. Yeah, and it's radio like, radio friendly. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, how do we, how do we like pull ourselves out of this, this rut of literally just like everyone's jumping into the same pit at the same time. Like mm. I want to be the guy on the other side of the pit digging my own hole. Like, like yeah, yeah. you know, like I, like, so I, 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 I crave to be in this lane that like I'm creating where like, I want it to be hard for people to like describe not. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want it to be like, you know how like Skrillex or these artists, like you can basically just go like wub wub and you know, <laughs> like that's Skrillex. Like I want to create that for me. Like I want to create like something that's so like my Trademark. sound. Yeah. Yeah. So I think for me, I'm going to figure that out through that Avenue, but mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I don't really hear a lot of people. Everyone says, find your sound, but then they all sound the same. So it's like, <laughs> I wanted to like, I wanted to, uh, and the people that don't usually are the ones that like go on to, to, uh, be in their own, their own lane. And that, that for me at the yeah. end of the day is like what I'm striving for is like simply to express myself. And yeah. it's not even really to like get a lot of streams or you're Twitter. carving out your own musical identity. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You have the single undercover. I heard, mm -hmm. I heard that the EP self. Um, what are your your plans with that? So I have a I have a single coming out um, October eleventh, which I think is next Friday, and uh, then I have another single coming out the week the Friday after that, the eighteenth, mm -hmm. um, and then. November first, the album will be out. So there's six, or the EP will be out. So there's six songs yeah. on it. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, we're trying to, I, I recently got like a manager, um, and we're trying to come up with like a, a strategy for pushing it out, but 
it's hard when you're starting out to like <laughs> figure out what that is and like, um, yeah. like where to spend money. And I, we're about to like start spending little bits of money here and there to see like, which basically has like the lowest resistance of, I, I just tried, uh, doing a Spotify ad for undercover. And I think I'm getting like seven or $8, like, like click through, which is terrible. So I'm um, not going to I mean, be just a m- music marketing nerd aside <laughs> Yeah, for a moment. Yeah. Nobody is on Spotify and like, what ads will I hear today? <laughs> I will listen to them and act on them. Right. It's, it's not really the platform or the space for that. Yeah. The weird thing is I actually do interact with ads. So like I, oh, and the, you might be in a, an anomaly. Yeah, I might be, which I, I mean, I think I fear I'm figuring that out really quickly. So yeah, well, it's, it's uh experiments like that. You, you start to learn the ropes. Right. Don't want to, don't want to do that. But, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to push this stuff as hard as I can. But like I said, like I have such bigger plans for this other music that I want to make that I kind of want the music to be, um, which I mean, everyone says this, but I want the music to be like shareable and like, I want that to be the thing that people talk about. Like, not like, yeah, not like the, uh, the, the funnel or whatever. Like, oh, yeah, right, right. Yeah. You want it to kind of have it develop its, its own story. Yeah. And I, I want to play live. Telling so story. I want to like come out with like a, a, a resonator guitar and like, like I want to mix it. Like I want to, I want to like have it be a whole thing. And I think that's like the avenue that I'm going to take, like maybe going to like red dead conventions and playing or like trying that's to figure cool. out like a niche yeah. there and then growing it that way. And I like to me in my head, I can see that like playing out far better than like, Hey, I just released my album. Like the, the story behind it, other than like me trying to find my own sound, like that's, that's kind of the only yeah, like, yeah. play I have. So if I can like figure out a way to mix this Western stuff, like that makes DJ everything Cowboy. so exactly that makes everything so easy. Like that makes the branding easy. That makes like my angle easy. That makes me like, like people are like, what the heck is this? Like, I want to listen to this just because I want to hear what that sounds like, you know? So yeah. if someone describes so, it. Th- those listening, if you are just a fan of music, this is probably what all your favorite musicians have thought about and figured out. <laughs> and if you're a musician listening to this, this is like, <clears throat> this is the stuff to pay attention to. <laughs> yeah. Trying to build a fan base. Exactly. Yeah. That's where I kind of landed there too. I was like, I'm literally just like, I'm playing in the sandbox everyone else is playing in and everyone's used all the fun toys. Like I want to build a new sandbox and figure out a way around it. So, um, which sounds very like lofty and I, I just want to like, I, that's just, that's just who I am. Like, I just want to figure out. This is, this is all part of uh, building an identity as an artist. I mean, you already have the, um, you know, the steady gig of just generating music. So why not take it a step further? Definitely. Shoot, man. Well, I'll have to pick your brain on um, advice for my project at some point. Maybe you'll yeah, definitely help me figure are, out the Niagara Moon story. Are you? Uh, yeah. What's your What's your kind of What is your like music story? I guess like yeah. So musically, it's like I take a lot from the Beatles cool. and kind of the more audacious aspects of like '60s and '70s um, pop rock. I mean, I I call myself like indie pop, but it's. Uh, it's keyboard based and lots of melody, lots of harmony, and a pretty lush arrangements. Um, awesome. Very melody focused sound, but like pretty playful too. And cool. Um, a mix of organic and electronic elements. And uh, 
kind of very different from your sound. Like it doesn't really right belong on mainstream radio. Right. But I tr I like at the same time to have very clear cut, intricate, like careful production. Definitely. And um, yeah, very very songwriter sort of thing. Nice. Do you uh do you record and like produce mix everything yourself? Do you have a band? I or? do everything except maybe like half of the mixing. Okay. Because I'm like afraid to mess with the really nitty gritty like compression balance and all that. Sure. Uh, technical stuff, and then sure. obviously I send away for mastering. But right. Um, I am very much. A, I like to spend a lot of time, you know, in front of the speakers with my MIDI keyboard and make all the uh you know, the effects myself and balance everything just the way I like it. Right. Um, when I do a song that, that calls for that. Yeah. Um, it's addictive, right? Of, like I, for me, that's so addictive. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're, it's, it's, the song is always number one and you know, my vocal performance and harmonies and really paying attention to all that. But beyond that, just the ability to kind of, and I'm sure you get this built, you're building your own world, right? Your own, like this universe within the scope of your, Definitely. Your two uh, speakers, your two headphones. So Definitely. That's it is an addicting feeling. Yeah. It's fun to sit there and like people like it's hard it's hard for me to imagine being a musician and not like knowing pro production at all. Cause I'm like, man, that must be so like you have something in your head and you can't like test it out, right? Like you have to like spend yeah. money to go to, <laughs> like if you are that way, you better be practicing all the time and have great chops right. and be performing out a lot. Have good songs. Yeah. Like just use your phone yeah, to and record good, it. I mean, obviously that. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, obviously. But for me, it's like, well, even if I, you know, am not super technically accomplished all the time, I know all the behind the scenes to like get everything sounding and sitting a very certain way. So right. I always kind of know what I'm getting into and can try out a lot of stuff. A yeah. Lot of different styles. Yeah. I spent, I spent hours like going through like, YouTube videos of like how to like how to use this crazy EQ, how to like you know what's the best compression ratio for vocals like yeah yeah and I'm like oh gosh like why do these old vintage compressors sound so much warmer and then it's like yeah. oh it's like you know it's a really like low threshold but it's a really slow release time or attack time on the you yeah. know it's like yeah it's learning, a rabbit hole yeah learning all this like sort of this stuff for me like i spent years doing that and like figuring out like i really like there's like i said there's this weird like ceiling of like once you can get your stuff to sound good then you're like mm. oh gosh like now i just need to write good songs like that's the hard, yeah. that's the hardest part now i just <laughs> now i need to do something keep doing something interesting yeah definitely but uh, yeah, well, that hard work and that practice, I, I definitely hear that in your tune. Like that, uh, thank that you. Paid off. You really sound like you know what you're doing. Thank you. Appreciate that. Cool. Well, I think we're gonna start to to wrap things up. Yeah. What? So EP's coming out soon. Six songs. Yep. Um, and then you said you had uh, a project shortly after. Or that that's more uh, to be determined. Yeah, I haven't really told anyone that yet. So I got to figure right, out. You like, heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, I haven't said this to anyone yet. So besides like my friends and stuff, but I, I got to figure out like I haven't even really started writing that stuff. I'm just starting to acquire the um, all the instruments and stuff because for me, I I want it to be different in the like every yeah. way, like the creation process to be different. So like I said, like yeah. I want to. I want to sit down with my buddy in a basement and like grab a guitar that I just ordered offline with like 
a harmonica fiddle and like all this like stuff. And like, I just want to like, that's the best time to write when you just get, get something. It's like, I, I don't want to think about it. So for me, I'm like no. kind of waiting until I have all the pieces and then I'm going to make my move. So I got to figure out when that's coming. But yeah, the, the, uh, the EP will be out November 1st. November 1st. Um, yep. And then, uh, awesome. and then I'm going to be f- like running to the, <laughs> running to the finish line with this new stuff that I have. Cause I feel like that's going to be, um, it's gonna I don't be know. A launch pad. Yeah. I feel very, and this is a weird thing to say. I just feel I'm really excited to, to see. I'm excited to see what I make. Cause I don't know what I'm going to make yet. So <laughs> yeah. That feeling when you're like, something's coming. Right. <laughs> I really don't know what it's going to be, but I, right. The juices are flowing. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Right. But very cool. So self by August, November 1st. Um, any place you like people to check it out most or just Spotify probably? Yeah, wherever. I mean, wherever you like listening to music, it's on Apple Music. It's uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Deezer. I don't know if I've never been on that, but <laughs> some people use it. Europeans are maybe. Yeah, I have no idea. But uh, yeah, wherever wherever you wherever you want. It's, it's out there. All right, dude, this was fun. I, I look forward to keeping tabs on your project. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. It's sick me back here again. That was David Chapdelaine. Very smart guy. Very, uh, very cool person to talk to. I really do feel like I could learn a lot from him about doing music professionally. Really cool to get his insight on stuff. And his mini album, his debut release, uh, Self, is coming out November 1st, so definitely stay tuned for that. This is a song off that upcoming release called Gloss. So enjoy, and I will see you next week.